The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. And if you go back and you start looking at the Godwinks, that's when the invisible threads connecting Godwink by Godwink starts to become visible to you and you see divine alignment. Next on Life Today, the man who coined the word Godwinks, Squire Rushnell, and his wife, impressionist Louise Duarte. Well, I, I would throw in, you know, like, Joe, Joe Rivers, can we talk, you know? <laughs> you know, I was saying, oh, a friend, Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you a lot. I'm James, and this is Betty, and we welcome you to Life Today, Divine Alignment. Now, this is the guy that has the God wink. I mean, he's a guy that's just had a tremendously successful shows on television. Uh, his wife, Louise, has uh, she can just be any comic you want. Uh, if you want uh, half a dozen or two dozen, it doesn't matter. She can cover them all. They are incredibly gifted. Squire Rushnell and Louise Duarte. Are with us, but I'm holding this, and I'm, I'm I'm intrigued by it. I mean, it's got a beautiful rainbow, and I've actually seen as this is double rainbow. I don't think they actually just drew that up. I think it probably actually happened. In other words, God can actually do that. It's amazing, and you capture them sometimes. But divine alignment, like God has something to do with things going on. What if He really did line it up instead of us spending so much time messing it up? and especially the powers that be messing it up and getting things out of alignment. I'm interested to see exactly how he wants us to see it because he gets a, a buzz out of a God wink and he can write a best-selling book on that. So uh, let's find out what he's talking about. And Louise may just, uh, she may have to say something funny, you know. I mean, <laughs> if uh, Squire gets too serious, well, she can lighten the load. That's Would right. you welcome Squire and Louise back to life today? <laughs> Good to see you. Thank you very much. Can you get anywhere without a cap on? I, I, do you realize that we said a prayer or something like you took your cap off? I didn't even know you took cap off. I thought, who's this guy? <laughs> you always have a little advertisement up here or something. I always wear my cap, yeah. Well, it's yeah. a God wink. Why don't yeah. you put divine alignment up here? You know, this well. You going to get one like that too? Well, God wink is the brand name that uh, that has been developed. But let me, let me just explain what a God wink is for those who may not know. Okay. A Godwink is a word that uh, came into my mind when I was writing my first book about those so-called coincidences that happen in everybody's life. Those little things that happen, you say, I know that that must be God because the, the odds are so extraordinary that that couldn't be anything but God. And so... Is it something that can't be explained apart from God? I, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Mathematicians will try to always explain it, mm -hmm. you know. I mean, they put me on CBS Sunday morning a few months ago, <laughs> and they had two mathematicians <laughs> trying to explain it. Oh, yeah. And, 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 and I, I thought, I've got the easiest part of this, because a God wink is, is a person-to-person -person message directly from God to you. Out of 7 billion people on this earth, and when they happen you know they are special. You might, you might have thought of them as coincidences. You might have brushed them off. You might have dismissed them and so forth. But my job is to try to get you to pay attention to them. As a matter of fact, I say, I believe that every single one of us have God winks. 
They are left like gifts on the doorstep. And my job is to get you to open the door and open your gift. Mm -hmm. Now, Divine Alignment came out of, uh, after six God Wink books, when God Wink books, and collecting all of these astonishing stories that just uh, underscores the point that I'm, I'm trying to share. I realized that if you pull back on the lens and you start looking at all of the Godwinks, you start realizing that they're connected in a pattern and there is divine alignment. So that when you go through life and you happen to run into somebody and you just happen to be at the right place at the right time for God to move you to where he wants you to go, that is divine alignment. You see, I think everybody wants that. Is there a key to getting in divine alignment? I think the key is allowing mm. God winks to happen in your life, allowing your eyes to see. In other words, don't just shrug them off as insignificant. That's exactly right. As nothing. Yeah. It in might fact, be big something. Right. It might be very big. And as a matter of fact, what I always try to get people to, at the very beginning stages, just make a list of all the God winks that happen in your life. Every time you get that phone call out of the blue, every time that that one little thing happens that makes you say, wow, that's, that's a, write it down on a piece of paper on the refrigerator door, and in a month you'll see that you got about eight or nine or mm -hmm. 10 or 20 God winks, and you start saying, wow, these are amazing. And you know, we often talk about the fact that we live our lives forward, but we understand them backwards. And it's when you look back and you do kind of an archaeological dig into your own self and start saying, wait a minute, you know, remember when we got married that something happened, you know, and you can start realizing that God winks were always at every significant crossroads in your life. And if you go back and you start looking at the God winks, that's when the invisible threads connecting God wink by God wink starts to become visible to you and you see divine alignment. Mm -hmm. Now, now the, other, the other meaning for a God wink that, that my readers led me to was answered prayer. There is no word in the English language for answered prayer. I never, I never thought about that. But, but when people started getting their prayers answered, they say, well, I just had a God wink. That was easier than saying, oh, I just had my prayers answered, see? And so that's, yeah. that's the second meaning when that word goes in the dictionary. You know, it'll be answered prayer. No, hey, now, what do you do with this guy? I mean, you just, yeah, I you just go in and help him change caps? Or what do you, I mean, you used to be an entertainer. I mean, you know, I mean, He's got you them in every iron, color. You don't iron caps, so it's not too big a problem, is it? Well, what do you do, well, What are you good for? I want to know. Well, you know, divine alignment, as far as it happens to everyone, but sometimes our path has many twists and turns, many peaks and valleys. Uh, I was married once before, and I thought I was marrying, you know, Mr. Wright. Didn't know his first name was always. Uh, but <laughs> but we, we were happily married, so I thought. To make a long story short, I found out he was on drugs, got fired from his job, and then he was having an affair with another woman. We had two kids together. He leaves me. Now I'm a single mom. I don't know what to do. I'm about to lose the house. Thank God for the Lord. 
and for neighbors on my street who were all Christians, mm. all these ladies would come over every day for prayer meeting, and we would have, you know, a little Bible study, and I would always throw in, you know, impressions of, like, the crossing guard. Sybil Sikowski, she had just a little bit of a list, you know. I just like people like that, you know what I'm saying. Um, That's or, why they came over. <laughs> it's like a two-drink minimum with a coffee in my house. And I would do people, you know, we would, but I, I would throw in, you know, like, hello, Joe Rivers, can we talk, you know? You know, I was saying, oh, a friend, Russia. <laughs> or sometimes Bart Simpson, man, you know, nobody laughing or my Butterfinger man. So I would do these impressions, and, but this particular day, I said, I need prayer desperately. I'm losing everything. So girlfriends and I start praying, and my girlfriend Jeanette says, Louise, I think the Lord spoke to me. You know all those crazy voices you do? I think you should go down to one of those comedy clubs and see if you can do this for a living. <laughs> I thought her cheese slipped off the cracker. I said, are you kidding? I'm a housewife in the San Fernando Valley. <laughs> Something inside me, and I know that was the Lord, told me to go. So the next week, I'm driving down to the comedy store on Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood, <laughs> driving down, and I don't know why, in my mind, I, I started thinking the two greatest fears in life I just read about were fear of death and fear of public speaking, and I was afraid I was going to do both simultaneously. <laughs> So I get to the comedy club, and there's all these guys, there was open mic night, and they call me up on stage. I'm shaking like a leaf, and I said, God, you've got to help me. And I got up on stage. Now, this was a God make. What I didn't know, God had planned this, divinely aligned this. Unbeknownst to me, Star Search scouts were in the audience to see 10 other people. <laughs> I was on right before them. <laughs> They saw me. They put me on the show. I go on Star Search, this housewife going from the frying pan to the fire. I'm on Star Search. Now, here's another God wink. Donna Summer, the diva of disco, Donna oh, yeah. Summer, is switching the channels. She stops on the channel, sees me, calls her manager, and says, get me that girl. I became Donna Summers, opening act for two years. That's how my career began with her. Okay, so is that divine, divine alignment? alignment. Yeah. Yeah. That is divine alignment. Yeah, and I know now why you're yeah. successful. It's oh, absolutely. I'm telling you. No, I just I'm pretty sure you understand just yeah. how aligned this is. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. And, now, and, don't get this right business, because we already know about him. Yeah, yeah. He's gone. And, 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 and you can understand me when I say I never know who I'm waking up next to. <laughs> <laughs> but you ain't bored. I'm not. No. no. It, was, it was George Burns, though, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Buy it for Louise. Buy the book. Here it's out there. Okay, go get one. <laughs> You'll hear more of her and more of him. Uh, yes, indeed. Yeah. So, so all of those divine alignments that happened to her, if she had come the day before, at that comedy wouldn't store, have it wouldn't have worked. Yeah. And she needed to be first. God's she needed plan. to be first. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. yeah. And if Donna Summer had been working that night doing mm. a concert and not watching TV, she wouldn't have seen her. So all of God's divine alignments. Even the person are that said, "I think you ought to go to the, the club." Yes. Sure. That's exactly you got, right. You got a yes. gift. That was that was a God wink. Yeah. That's right. All right. Yeah. You said you wanted to tell us a story or so I, in here. I you told tell me you there was at least story. one story in here that we ought to hear. Oh, absolutely. Well, this is. Just an amazing story. Mm. This is an amazing story of showing how God winks as answered prayer works powerfully. 
works powerfully. This is a, the astonishing story of David Espinoza and his wife, Tony. They live in McAllen, Texas. Now, a lot of people may not know that McAllen, Texas is all the way down at the bottom of the tail of Texas on the Mexican border. When we were first invited for a speaking engagement there, I thought we'd drive there from Dallas. <laughs> I didn't know Texas no very chance. well. I didn't know that. But anyway, when we met David and Tony, they told us this story, and David had gotten terrible, terrible medical news. He had a congestive heart failure, and the doctor said, I don't even know how you walked into this office. You have got to get a, a heart transplant, or you're going to be dead in a matter of months. So they traveled up to Houston, to Bakey Heart Institute. It was reconfirmed. They said, well, we can work on getting you a donor. It might take about nine months. You know, it's not an easy process to get a donor. David and Tony went back to McAllen, and Tony was the prayer warrior in the family. And she organized everybody to pray for David to get a donor. But after a few days, she started feeling conflicted. She was praying for somebody to die in order for her husband to live. And that just didn't seem right. It didn't. And so she decided to speak to the Lord and say, God, I'd just like to have my husband healed, just completely heal him. That'll do. Mm -hmm. And I'd like a confirmation, God, if you don't mind. I know you're going to heal him, but I'd love a confirmation. If you could make it snow in McAllen, Texas, <laughs> on Christmas Day. Now, she told this to one of her school-age friends, a, a guy who, went, who knew her from when she was in elementary school. And he said, Tony, you've lived here all your life. Have you ever even seen snow? And she said, no. He said, it hasn't snowed here in 109 years and never on Christmas. <laughs> she said, okay, God is going to take care of it. At 11.45 on Christmas Eve, it started sure to is. snow. We were down there. And, and it was amazing. Now, the and next it, day, it was kids, an all-time record snow it was, across the whole absolutely. southern part of the state. Yeah. And, 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 and so the next day, kids get up and make snowmen and fan angels. The newspapers say, first white Christmas in the history of McAllen, <laughs> and so forth. And so nobody knew until she blabbed to us that she was the one who prayed oh, for it. <laughs> now, she knew it was her sign. And when she went into the backyard and she saw that snow coming down, there's a picture of her with the snow in her hair, and she looked up and she said, thank you, God, because she knew that God wink was answered prayer. Hadn't been fulfilled yet, but it was, she was convinced. Mm -hmm. Three weeks later, they had their regular appointment up at DeBakey. They went up, and the doctors looked at the reports, and they shook their heads and said, I don't know how to explain this, but David, you're going to live for a long time. Isn't that great? Oh, yeah. It's just like snow. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> no, that, that God. is wonderful. And yeah. that is, and God yeah. is so anxious to speak to us. Yes. And when we ask him and trust him, but it's just you say that doesn't even sound like God. It sounds very much like God. Yeah. And and give us another real short illustration. We've got about a minute or so left. you got another little quick one you can well, tell us about I, the Bible? When I was, the first time I ever had a God wink, was when I was, uh, that I remember, 
was I was a kid who was uh, grew up in a, a little town uh, in northern New York. I used to listen to radio, and uh, and I loved speakers, and I'd listen to people on the radio. And there was a guy on the radio called Dean Harris, and and I used to love him because he would he would always say. Get up and march around the breakfast table. And so, and then he'd play a record, and I'd come down to the kitchen, and I'd do the same thing to my brother, and he'd throw the Wheaties box at me. <laughs> About two years later, after I had spent two years talking into a broom handle and pretending I was David Brinkley and everybody else, I was hitchhiking from my little farm community in northern New York up to the only TV station up the road 10 miles, and... It was safe because there were no other cars on the road. A couple of hay balers and that was it. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then suddenly a little green Volkswagen pulled to the side of the road. A balding man beckoned me in and he asked me where I was going. I told him not only where I was going but the purpose of my mission. And he said, when you talk to that fellow at the TV station, tell him I said hello. I'm an old friend of his. By the way, my name is Dean Harris. Wow. The guy that I listened to march around the breakfast table. <laughs> he was, now, now think about this, a kid with a dream yes. on a country road, yes. hitchhiking. Yes. What are the mathematical odds mm. that my hero mm. would come along and drive me to my first job interview, yeah, I got the right. job, mm. and that began a, a four year, a four decade, yeah. Uh, a, a period of time that I worked in broadcasting. That is divine mm. alignment. Isn't that good? Don't you like yeah. that? <laughs> I don't, think don't you think God would really, we would see the blessings more of God if we would become noticers? Exactly. That's the word, Betty. His miracles, things, God winks around us all the time. Yes. Be yep. a noticer, and that's yep. what he wants. He's always standing at the door and knocking, you know, and we don't let him in. And he says, in all your ways, acknowledge me, and I will direct your paths, but we need to acknowledge him. And when these God wings happen, we need to thank him for that. Yes. It's from yeah. him. Yeah. You know, if we would look through his eyes, Jesus said, I only do what I see the Father do it. Say what he says. I've got my eyes fixed on him, but I can see you clear because I see you the way the Father sees you. I think if we would be looking and asking God to let us see and feel as he does, we would be delivering a lot of those so-called God wings because you actually pointed out yeah. people that had a direct connection in delivering to you something you needed from God. Yes. Or you might still be standing by the road. You might still be sitting over in the house waiting for somebody to come over and say hello. Yeah. So when you, when you have an opportunity, what if you were the one? I say this to our viewers a lot, and I mm -hmm. think they get it. If you want your prayers answered, seek to be an answer to someone's prayers. Mm, that's and that's right. what our viewers do. As a matter of fact, we, mm. our viewers all over the world love to be an answer to someone's prayers. And I want to remind you, this is in the, uh, in the bookstores, or you can go online. I'll tell you what, if, you, if you'll help us just do what I'm about to show you and you'd like to have this, if you, you'll become a, a God wink for someone, I mean, like a miracle, a resurrection moment, a come-to-life moment, and you'd like to have it, we'll be glad to send it to you. I, I want you to look and listen, and when you see what someone has done when they've been through so much, see if you wouldn't like to be the hands of Jesus right here in this situation. And I'm not exaggerating. You can be. Watch. No parents should outlive their children. Behind Uruka's eyes, 
a sadness has weathered into stoic acceptance that her children are gone from this world, taken too soon because of the lack of food. It was on a journey to Uganda in search of a better life when the tragedy struck. For many, a mother's love could have ended with the death of their children. What more could someone give who has lost so much? But today, these children all look to Daruka for care and guidance. Though not hers by birth, she has taken them under her wing out of love. But with a new family comes old problems. For Daruka, the scenario is all too familiar. Without a proper food supply, these children are more vulnerable to disease, and their survival will continue to hang in the balance. There's a mother that has lost her children and now she's taking others and wanting to help them. What, what, is, what is your well, heart? And the thing that got me there at the close is she said, I want help so that I can continue helping. That's what I thought she was saying because she took, she's taking those children in because they have no one else. But she's come to the end of the rope, so to speak, as far as the food they need. She knows that without the food, these children are likely to die. And she's one example of the many needs right around in their area of, of, of children and women and everyone that's without the food. We have the answer. We can feel that need. We can give them that hope that they're looking for. Let's reach out and do that together. Will you join with us? You know, I, I guess when I look at the situation, Betty, then I think, well, I'm, you know, just like you just said, let's, let's do what she's asking. And I, I find myself thinking, Lord, if they, don't, if they don't hear what I'm saying or what Betty's saying, but really, Lord, if they don't hear what you're saying, if they, if they can't hear you speaking to their heart, and then no one's going to reach out. So it, it really comes back to God. I mean, I can try to say the right things, and that precious woman said the right things, but if you don't move God on the hearts so the people respond, then we're, we're just talking. And uh, I, I don't want it to be that way. I, I want to uh, somehow be able to express to you that this is the will of God to help. Just like that, that mother, having lost everything, is now reaching out to others who've lost everything themselves. And all they're asking us to do, because believe me, the missionaries are right there in the very pit of hell and pain and suffering. And all the missionaries are saying is, would you not leave us empty handed so that they don't have, they have empty stomachs and they're sick. And we want to help them and 
show them there's a future. We just need to give them a life. And they're not asking for a lot. They're not asking for entertainment. They just want to live. And you may not believe it, but they can live happy. I've seen those kids with so little have so much fun if they just feel good. If they can just feel good, a kid will find a way. That woman in pain is finding a way to express love. Would you do it? Would you go to lifetoday.org? Go and get your iPad or go online, however you do it, or go to the telephone and dial the number and just say, I wanna, I wanna feed them. I wanna help that mother. We've got 425,000 right now located. 25,000 right where she was. That's in an area of South Sudan where all hell has just broken out in a terrible way. That's why they lost so much. That's why she was saying, look what's happened here, but I want to take care of them, and I will. Would you please, if it's medicine or food, and we not only take food, we take in the medicine because the missionaries know what they need. Would you right now go online or dial that number, take your bank card and help us, 30, 50, or $100, we can feed three, five, or 10 children for the next months. I would ask you if you could give 100 or even 1,000 to feed 100 children because that's what 1,000 will do. 100 will feed 10, 55, and 33. We have some gifts to send you, but you're giving life to those precious ones. Please do it right now. Would you do it? Thank you so much. Disease, malnutrition, starvation, all terrible human atrocities being faced every day by people living in remote and impoverished areas of Africa. And those at greatest risk are the children. This month, 400,000 children are depending on us for survival. And now in South Sudan, the suffering has intensified and our feeding efforts are desperately needed by an additional 25,000 children. Our mission teams are in place, but your support is critically needed to replenish and distribute food supplies immediately. When you call or go online today and make a life-saving gift of 30, 50, or $100, you will provide urgently needed food to three, five, or 10 children for the next three months. As our way of saying thank you, we'll send you Heirs to the Kingdom, four powerful messages on audio CD or USB flash drive. You'll also receive the award-winning book, Fearfully and Wonderfully Made. With your gift of $100 or more to help feed 10 children, please request The Story, a running narrative Bible to help you engage with God's Word more easily. And finally, with your gift of $1,000 or more to help feed 100 children, you may request this beautifully framed canvas print of The Forest Chapel by the painter of light, Thomas Kincaid. Please call, write, or make your gift online today. And I know we've made it very clear that we want to send you some tremendous blessings. This is on the body. You will learn so much about how wonderfully God has made us, fearfully and wonderfully made, and what he wants to do with the body of Christ, his whole family. And the other Bible that's the story will bless you. If you'd like to have Squire Rushnell's book, Divine Alignment, and I think just from what you've heard, you say, you know, I want to learn more about it, and I want to be a part of delivering uh, those insights and God winks as he puts mm -hmm. it and be a blessing to someone just like someone was for them. And I'd like you to join Betty and me in saying thanks to uh, <laughs> uh, to Squire and all these other women that are here with you. Thank you. Louise, thank you. You all are a blessing. You know you're welcome to come back anytime, all right? Thank you. Come you. just bring a whole bunch of women with you. Many thanks. <laughs> thank you so much. We really appreciate you. Thanks for right. watching. Thanks for helping
sure to visit stream.org, a rich and lively source for breaking news, analysis, and entertainment. Stream.org. Tomorrow, author and speaker Christine Kane shows us how to be fat-free and wrinkle-free forever by getting our spiritual life in shape. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.